Masechet Yevamot, Daf Chet. We are continuing and will uh, nearly complete our journey today regarding the question of um, how do we know that one uh, that when we have a contradiction between two pesukim, Yibum on the one hand that says, yeah, you have to perform Yibum, even though it's a brother's wife, which is normally uh, Erva, is still permitted, uh, versus what if it's a case where not only it's a brother, it's a brother's wife, but also uh, two brothers marry two sisters and one brother dies, it would be also marrying wife's sister. And that's another prohibition. Can you do Yibum even in that case? So we know the answer is no, because of the Pasuk of Aleha, uh, which uh, teaches me that uh, the prohibition applies in all cases. It says the word Aleha here. It says the word Aleha here. Uh, we're going to ask today, why not, why not learn the opposite way and say it's permitted in both cases? Okay, but so far we were assuming that's prohibited in both cases. But then we're wondering, why do we even need such a rule uh, when we can assume the opposite rule? That anytime you have a prohibition, the prohibition will, especially a prohibition like this that has karet, will override the positive commandment, uh, which is uh, less significant. And so we've gone through a couple of answers and rejected the first two. Today, we're going to finish C and see two more answers that will all be accepted. So C, D, and E will all be accepted. All right, so we're going to finish off C, which is a generalization from the brother's wife, that just like uh, the brother's wife is permitted, uh, that's the regular case of Yibum, is in fact the brother's wife, uh, so too we'll generalize from there to any other adayot. And now if you should tell me, yeah, but if it's a different case of Arayot, like my uh, brother's wife is also my wife's sister, well, then that's two prohibitions. Who said you can violate two prohibitions? And we answered with the since a brother's wife is permitted, so too a, wife, uh, a wife's sister is permitted. And the language of this was, uh, we can learn, uh, once something is permitted, then it's for one reason, it's permitted for another reason. The proof for that was from a Mesora, who on his eighth day needs to uh, needs to come to the Bet HaMikdash and put his thumb and toe into the Chatzed, even though he is not yet Tahor and he really can't come, uh, come into the Chatzed, but the Torah gives him permission. He has a pass. Uh, if that person should become a Baal Kedi on that very day, on that eighth day, a Baal Kedi normally cannot go up to Harabait at all. But we apply the rule, once you're permitted, for one reason, you're permitted. Once a Mesorah is permitted to come to the Chaser, so too we give permission. He already has a pass, and the Baal Kedi can come. So that's how we learned that rule, um, and so far, so good. But now we're going to ask, is our, are these two cases actually equivalent? Let me give one word of introduction about this about this case that Ula brought, which is, it only works. You only say, if... First, he became, during the day, he woke up and he was tahor and he was fine as the eighth day and he's ready to go to the Bet HaMikdash. He, so he has a pass, he can go. If he becomes Baal Kedi all of a sudden during the day, before he gets a chance to come to the Bet HaMikdash, that is when we apply that since he has a pass already, he has permission, so the prohibition of a Baal Kedi does not apply, he's protected. But what if the timing was wrong? What if he became ba- a Baal Kedi the night, the night before? Uh, the night before, he does not yet have permission to come to Bet HaMikdash. Bet HaMikdash is closed. And before that, he didn't have permission. And so if he becomes a Baal Kedi first, before sunrise, then since he's already prohibited from coming to the Chaser, that, in that case, the eighth day, the Mesora per- permission does not undo the Baal Kedi. Right, because so um, in other words, the, this this rule of ishtere only applies when he was totally permitted. Then it prevents a new prohibition from coming to, in the first place. But if he was already prohibited before, then it will not work. Okay, so that not knowing that, let's compare it to the various cases, three different cases actually of yibum of two mar- two brothers married to two sisters. The question is, who gets married first? We can apply the rule um, if the first the if the dead brother got married first. Obviously, he's not getting married while he's dead. It means the person who was the brother who was going to die um, first marries one sister, 
And then the brother who will live, who is the Avam, we can call him the Avam, he then marries the other sister afterwards. Because the prohibition of, with, of, that, of, of the Avam, uh, the permission, the, the, well, the prohibition started first, right? First, the sister, first, the Yevama was his brother's sister and prohibited. And only then the other prohibition was added on top of it when the Yavam married the, uh, his wife. And so in that order, it would make sense. Ela nasa chai nasa met isur achot isha kadem. But if the Yavam first marries one of the women, and then the brother who eventually will die, then marries the other. So in that case, the Yevama was first prohibited to him as a wife's sister. And that prohibition, that's like a Balkedi coming first. That prohibition is just absolute and nothing can undo it. And only then on top of that prohibition comes the Isur of Achot of uh, Eshet Ach. And so because it comes later, it does not have any power to undo the prior prohibition. So in this case, we would know that it's prohibited and we wouldn't need the derasha of Aleha, but in this case, we would. Even within this case, we're actually going to distinguish between two more possibilities. So vafilu nasa met name, even if the deceased brother marries first, tenachecha de nasa met umet, it will make only make sense that we need the, this derasha if the brother who is a, who will be deceased he marries and dies before the avam ever gets married, and so in that case vacharkach nasachai, and so in that and only after he dies then the living brother marries the sister dechaziale de bene bene because in that case the avam would be prom- actually permitted to the avama in the meantime. Again, the uh, one brother, the one who's going to die, marries and he dies without children. At that point, the Yavam, this is just a regular plain old case, the Yavam would be permitted to the Yavama, although it's his brother's wife. That's the classic case. So now we have a permission, right, a special pass to violate that law of, uh, of uh, Arayot, his brother's wife. This guy, instead of doing Yibum, which he really should do, um, uh, he's, I don't know, she's waiting around, he's waiting around. In the meantime, he goes and marries the Yevama's sister. Okay, well, that's permitted because they're not yet, right, they're not yet related. So he marries the, the, he marries the sister. Now, that is a second prohibition that will come, supposed to come upon something that is actually permitted. In that case, that's when it protects. Uh, so since he already has a pass, to marry the Yevama, which is totally permitted. So then a new potential prohibition will not come upon it. So that is the case where uh, we, it would make sense then that we might think it's allowed and we need Aleha to come say it's not allowed. But in the opposite subcase, Ella de Nasamet Velomet, if the brother who will, who will be deceased uh, marries and remains alive, and then and then the Yavam the one who will be Avam, marries the sister. So now they're both alive at the same time. And only then the, 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 the brother dies. Um, in that case, there never was a time when the Yavam would have been permitted to the Yavama um, because while, while his brother was alive, he married the sister. And so she would be a sister-in-law um, already his wife's sister or, uh, already while the brother is alive before there is any permission. Um, after all, here's the proof, as I explained before. Even Ula, who, who was the origin, uh, originator of this whole principle that once something is allowed is allowed, he even would agree, even he would agree that if, uh, if this Mitzorah saw Keri at night on the ninth, and in that case, the prohibition came first. In that case, he cannot put his uh, thumb and toe into the chaser on the eighth day uh, because you would not apply. There is no, there was never a time of permission. There never was at such a time. He only says it's, it's, it's permitted when in the morning of the eighth, he wakes up and he can go to the Beit HaMikdash. And so then becomes a Balkedi. In that case, the pass 
for Sadat applies and protects him against the prohibition that Kedi would bring. So too here, So to here, we only need the word Aleha to teach me the not so in this one case when he um, when the uh, one brother marries, dies without children, uh, fall is Yevama then is allowed to marry the brother, and only then the living brother marries the sister instead. That is an equivalent case. Um, so even though it's only in one out of three cases, nevertheless, it is a good answer. We need Aleha for that case. Okay, very good. So now we have one reason uh, why we need Aleha, uh, why, we would, why we would think otherwise um, by making a generalization. Okay, uh, the next answer, the fourth answer, uh, is gonna be um, similar to the third one. We're also making a generalization, just in a slightly different way. Um, we're linking all Adayot to a brother's wife, or just like a brother's wife is permitted uh, to do Yibum. That's the classic case. So too, all Adayot should be the same. Uh, why should it be the same? Let's see, another answer. The one before uh, was a mematsinu, um, like a binyan ab, just like you have it here, so do you have it here. This is a hekesh, which is a little different, it's a little stronger, um, less prone to questions. Okay, two possible authors. Rabiona uh, said this in a different context altogether. We're just borrowing it for uh, our purposes here. He said, This is the ending summary pasuk of Aikra 18. That's the list of all the arayot. And in the end, it said, Everybody on the list above is, uh, gets karet, and they're all the same. And uh, one of the arayot, one of the lists, uh, one of the people on the list is Eshetach. And since they're all categorized as the same with this ending, so they are all, they're all connected to each other and therefore all connected to Eshet Ach. Ma Eshet Ach Sharia, Afkol Adayot Nameh Sharian Okay, Rabbi Yonah said this regarding a different thing. His question was, um, how much of a sexual act do you need to do in order for it to be considered a sexual act? How much penetration, even a little bit? Okay, but it doesn't matter. He, he, we're applying it to a different, to, to a different matter um, to say as follows. Just like in the case of Eshet Ach, the classic case of Yibum, which is his, the, the wife of his brother, and that's permitted to for the Yavam to marry his brother's wife to perform Yibum. So too, all Arayot also, we might've thought are all, we make a Hekesh and they're all the same. And then that means someone could uh, perform Yibum even if it's his wife's sister or maybe even other Arayot. Um, so therefore we need the Pasuk to say, Aleha, um, Aleha is found in, in a wife's sister and in Yibum to say, no, it's, not, it's prohibited. Okay, so that's his answer. Okay, now we have a good question, uh, which is why uh, I understand this hekesh, but all the uh, all the cases of arayot are all compared to Eshetach, that's true, because that's on the list, but they're also all compared with each other, including Achot Isha. So when you say the summary pasuk, oh, they all have the same law, whatever you say in one, you say for all, why did you decide to compare the, Aray, uh, the Arayot to Achot, um, uh, to Achot Isha? Why not? Achot um, uh, juxtapose them. Why why'd you juxtapose them with the wife's sister to say it's not allowed? Aleha. Why not say, oh, they're all juxtaposed with eshet uh, with eshet ach, and then your conclusion would be that all adayot are permitted. Uh, you can uh, override any adayot uh, with um, uh, in the case of yibum. Okay, so pretty good question. Like you know, why why show the, put the arrow this way? Why not turn it the other way and say uh, they're all permitted? Uh, so one answer is that anytime you can make a hekesh, 
and you have two possibilities of openings available. It could be for leniency or for stringency. You have to assume for stringency because if the Torah is comparing them, then it's telling you to, to be stringent. If it wants it to be uh, lenient, it have to tell you that you can be lenient. Or, or a second answer is when uh, that uh, uh, other cases of adayot are more similar to a wife's sister in that they both would have two prohibitions, whereas for a brother's wife is only one prohibition, right? Brother's wife is really only one prohibition and Yibum says you can do it. Um, if it's a case of two, uh, two of a wife's sister, well, then that would be the brother's wife and a wife's sister. And so since that one is two prohibitions, that's more like the daughter's, uh, the, the uh, the, the brother's wife is also the Avam's daughter or any of the other relations are all two Isurim. And so it makes sense to conclude that they are prohibited, even though we would have thought that maybe we should compare them all to Eshetach. No, we don't. Aleha teaches us not to. And Aleha is in fact more similar. And that is the end of, uh, of uh, D of that answer. Okay, and now we're going to have Rava. As um, uh, as the as uh, the a long answer here, um, he is actually going to uh, go back and say, in fact, a negative commandment that has karet overrides a positive. So everything that we've been assuming until now uh, that uh, the other way around, he says, no, is not true. And in fact, if we only had these two pesukim, I would assume two sisters, which is prohibition with karet overrides yibum, and therefore I don't need aleha to tell me that. It's not, it's not allowed. So why do I need the word aleha? For something completely different. I don't need aleha to tell me that the sister is prohibited, but rather that the sister's co-wife is prohibited or a co-wife in any uh, case of, uh, of arayot, right? So obviously, uh, obviously the yavam cannot perform yibum with one of his relatives. That's just a negative with karet. Um, except for the brother's wife, but any other relative is not allowed. That is obvious. But if the if the deceased had another wife who's not related to anyone, then there's no reason why that would not be allowed. They're not related. They're not arayot. So that's why I need the word aleha to prohibit a co-wife. All right, we're going to have some challenges to that. And in the end, we're going to say, no, no, aleha. Actually, we need aleha because I would. we're going to say that we, we know aleha is already prohibited from, from another source because um, she's also negative with karet. We're going to prove. In the end, we're going to say we need the aleha to actually permit a co-wife outside of Yibum. Um, so, for example, if, uh, if um, uh, someone's daughter marries someone and that guy, his son-in-law, marries also someone else who's not related at all, and then they divorce or, or he dies, in that case, uh, the father would still be allowed to marry his daughter's co-wife, right? There's no problem with that. So we need Aleha actually to permit that case. Um, we will challenge it, but we, that, that challenge will be upheld. Okay, so that's the good to keep the general outline here because the details um, uh, may get complex. Rava Amar, Arva la kera. He said, I don't need the pasuk of Aleha or any other pasuk to tell me that a case uh, where, my, where the Yevama is also related in another way of Arayot, I don't need a pastor to tell me that. Because the final ruling is a positive command, a negative commandment. Um, sorry, a positive commandment does not override a negative commandment that has karet. That is Rava's conclusion. Okay, what is the halakha, uh, which someone asked in the chat, is a good question. Rambam does not codify it. Uh, Rishonim uh, are on different sides of it. So um, this is uh, it's inconclusive whether halakha is like, like Rava or not, but certainly uh, at least Rava says no. Uh, and therefore, um, we don't need any pasuk to tell me this because uh, a wife's uh, sister is erva, and that's uh, with karet. So that will certainly override the positive commandment of yibum. Uh, I don't need the pasuk for that. But I do need the pasuk to tell me that the co-wife is prohibited. Okay. 
And now we're going to challenge this. Is it really true that the Adva herself, like the sister's wife, uh, the wife's sister, does not need a kedav hatanya and the elahi, um, the baraita, everything? This is we're already in dafchet, um, but we've been discussing the very same issue all the way since the beginning. This is like this long suya is like a, a symphony. It's a masterpiece of uh, how, how 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 long it is and uh, how intricate. Um, okay, so we're referring to the Baraita that opened this whole discussion. And in, just in case you don't know it by heart, I did bring it here. So this is that back from Daf Gimel. Um, and uh, in this Derasha, in Midrash Halacha, we say, okay, fine. And the Elahi, from what we learned before, I know that he, the Edva, uh, uh, is prohibited. Oh, but how about co wife? How do we know that? And then we have to bring another pasuk, litzrod. And then we say, fine, I only know the co-wife. What about the co-wife's co-wife, right? In that uh, other case, when there's a third brother. And then we need, oh, litzrod. It could have said latzrod, instead it says litzrod. So you see in the in the uh, uh, steps of this midrash, halacha, it's assuming that we did need a derivation for her herself, uh, aleha, uh, for the edva herself. And then the question is, what about sarata? So this uh, it's hard to read Rava into this because Rava says no we need we need Aleha for Sarata, but here it said fine I already know Elahi from Aleha and Sarata we have from another word, uh, that is the question it really is a good question so we're gonna uh, push uh, push an answer into it and so we say no well, what I mean is Mishum Sarata, um, how do I know that um, I can uh, pro- I should prohibit the co-wife based on the Erva herself, right? So I know that Erva herself is prohibited from the general rule that a negative would override a positive. But what I want to know is how, uh, how will I know that, oh, fine, uh, uh, that the, uh, the Erva is prohibited enough that even her co-wife would also be prohibited. That's what we meant by that. Okay, the Hakatani, and what about the next line? Ela Enli Ela Hen Enla Enla Hen. So now I know that Sada. How do I know that the rival of the rival, the co-wife of the, of the co-wife? It sounds like we already know that. No, what we mean there is also going to be the same thing. Mishum Sadotehen. All right, how do I know that I would prohibit a co-wife so that then I can also derive that the co-wife's co-wife is prohibited? Um, that's what's meant by the structure of that Braita. Okay. Tashema. Now another question. Rabbi Omer velakach ulkacha v'yibem v'yibemah le'esor sarot v'arayot. Because Rabbi Yudanasi, we're going to come back to this at the end of the sugya. So remember uh, that Rabbi Yudanasi said this. He has a question, which is uh, from the extra hair and the mapik in the hair from the main pasuk in Devarim that says. Uh, she should not, uh, the Yevama should not go and marry outside to a foreign person, but rather Yevama, Yavo Aleha Ulkacha. So in Peshat, it just means Yavam Shela, right? Her brother in law should come upon her, Ul Vilakach Ota, right? That's what, the, that's what the extra hair says, and marry her as Leisha, as a wife, and perform Yibum. Okay, good. So that's ota uh, and perform boom upon her. That's what the extra is doing. Um, but so it makes sense in Peshat. Nevertheless, the Biudanasi is making a derasha, and it says you could have just said belakach, you could have just said belakach without any ota, without ulkacha. Vibem, you don't have to say vibema. Uh, so what is the what are those two extra letters coming to tell, teach me? Lesor sarot vaadayot to prohibit. Sadot and Arayot. What do you see here? That the Biudanasi did require a, a derivation to prohibit not only Sadot, but also Arayot herself. And Rava, you just said, I already know Arayot are prohibited on my own from the general rule that negative overrides a positive. And I don't need any derivation. But the Biudanasi needed a derivation, right? It's true, it's a different one from the Aleha derivation, but so learn from one or the other, you need somewhere to learn it from. You can't just assume it. Okay, uh, good question. You know, maybe you got the wrong word. You missed a word here. What we meant when we said, we didn't say Sarot and Adayot, but rather the co-wives of Adayot, right? Adayot, we already know, this is the co-wives of. 
No, you can't be, because after all, the bee brings two pesukim. This extra and yibema means he's learning two separate things, right? My love So you can't just add, add the word shell, it won't solve your problem. That's not what it means. And so we say, no, no, maybe in fact it works. We need two words. One, two, both of them are regarding the co-wife. One of the words is going to prohibit the co-wife in the case of yibum, that means bimkom mitzvah, that since one co-wife is prohibited because she's related, uh, so too her co-wife is, is also prohibited. And we need the other one to permit a co-wife when it's not a case of yibum. Uh, okay, my ta'ama. How do you get? How do you read that into the pesukim? Okay, So when we come and say so it's coming to add to say You're allowed to do yibum in a regular case with your brother or sister, but only uh, that case. Um, uh, and uh, not not another woman. So which other woman? Well, if 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 the one of the wives is all, uh, is an erva to the yavam, then this is going to prohibit also the sada. So that's one of them. Now shelobim komibum sharia sada. The other word says ulkacha, and you may marry. So this is coming to include, be lenient on someone who you may marry. When can I marry? Uh, let's say a daughter's co-wife. Well, in the case that's not Yibum, right? And what I said before, a uh, daughter happens to marry someone who also marries a foreigner, not related, and they get divorced. So then the father of the daughter can marry the co-wife. And so that I learned from the other word, uh, ulkacha. All right, so, so far, so good. Uh, another cha- and Rav Ashe is going to prove that this is so, and this will support Rava. Um, it says there are 15 related women uh, who cause their co-wives to be free of the obligation of Yibum, and also cannot do Yibum. And the Mishnah does not say that they themselves are exempt and they cause their co-wives to be exempt. It doesn't have to say that because that's already obvious. I don't have to tell you that a person cannot do Yibum with his relative. Uh, so it doesn't even have to say Piturot. The whole Chidush is that they are poter, they exempt even their the daughter's uh, or relative's co-wife. And so the language of the Mishnah, in fact, supports uh, this, uh, supports everything that we've said before, supports Rava. Okay, Rava is not off the hook yet. Another question. How come you said that the erva herself, let's say the wife's sister, uh, does not need an extra pasuk, any pasuk of Aleha or any other pasuk, because I have the rule that um, a positive commandment does not override a negative commandment with karet. The sada herself, the co-wife herself, is also an erva in this case and does not need another pasuk to tell me that, uh, to tell me that. Um, why is Erva herself? Because remember back in the that Baraita that we quoted on Daf Gimel, it said there that we learn it from Litzror. So here there's a pasuk that says that the co-wife is called Litzror, and therefore, since you're learning it from pasuk, and the pasuk is about Erva, so she also is Erva. And uh, since we have a, a summary pasuk saying everybody gets karet, uh, everyone on the list, that would include the well, the person that we derive from Lisrod, which is the uh, which is the case of the co-wife. And so, therefore, if you once you accept that, then you don't need a another pasuk of Aleha to tell me otherwise, uh, because I would assume from the to begin with that it's prohibited, uh, as in any other case of uh, of Erva. The co-wife is the same as the yeah, as the wife who's related. Okay, Amar le Rav Acha Bar Bevai le Mo Bar Bevai Mo le Ravina Hachi Kamrinan Mishmed Rava 
Okay, you know what? In fact, we're going to introduce a new understanding. I'll just go back to the outline, right? So this is the challenge that we just had. So now Aleha, we thought was to prohibit a co-wife. Now we're going to say actually the opposite. Um, I think what you find in, uh, in these long complex suyot is uh, often the Talmud will introduce answers that it knows is good, are wrong, but you kind of need the building blocks in order to get to the right answer. It's kind of a really good uh, um, pedagogy because you wouldn't understand the right answer unless you went through all the steps of the wrong answer. And I think in all these cases, a lot of the elements that we see in the arguments of the answers that are rejected end up being necessary uh, for the correct answer. All right, so now the word Aleha is actually coming to teach me the opposite. I might've thought that Co-wives, even outside of Yibum, right? Any and uh, any such case uh, would be prohibited. Uh, another example might be my aunt. If my aunt uh, married a man who also had another wife, and they divorce, so I would be allowed to marry my aunt's co-wife. That's permitted, but I need. I might have thought it's prohibited, and I need Allah to permit that case. Okay, we're going to see a challenge. So, because in that case. Well, why not permit adayot, all adayot outside of Yibum? This is a really crazy thing to even think, um, that all adayot would be just permitted. Um, but we're going to say, no, it can't be because of the pasuk regarding a sister that says, Bechayeha in her lifetime. And we're going to analyze that pasuk in terms of its being plural and singular, as we'll see in a moment. Okay, so now a new understanding of Rava. This is your right. In the case of Yibum, I already know that there's a prohibition against any of these cases of, uh, of the Erva or her co-wife. But I would need a pasuk to tell me that if it's not a case of Yibum, then I would be allowed to marry my aunt's husband's uh, other wife. Uh, so Aleha comes to uh, the Gezerah Shava with between uh, the wife sister and uh, the case of Ibum to say when is it when is a when is a Erva and her co-wife prohibited? The co-wife is only prohibited when it's Aleha, meaning in a case of Ibum. But if it's not a case of Yibum, where the word Aleha is connected, then uh, we'd be, it would be permitted. Okay. Amar le Rami bar Chama le Rava. Right. Uh, and, and, uh, the case here, we, if we just want to apply the permitted case to a wife's sister, because that's the context of Aleha, would be if uh, my wife's sister is married to some guy, and that guy has another wife. Uh, and they divorce. So then I would be permitted to marry that other wife, right? That would be, that is in fact, that is in fact permitted. And so we need the word Aleha to say, don't think it's like Yibum where it's prohibited. No, it's only prohibited in Aleha, it's permitted otherwise. Good. Now here's the, uh, the really crazy line. So according to this, why not say that Erva herself if it's not a case of Yibum, should be permitted. Um, because since the word Aleha uh, says that um, when do we prohibit a co-wife or Erva, only case of Yibum. So just like you say, only case of Yibum, and if not case of non-Yibum, I'm, I'm permitted to uh, my, sis, my, my wife's sister's co-wife. So say only case of Yibum, am I prohibited for, for my wife's sister? And otherwise it would be, per, it would be permitted. And all other Arayot, this is actually thinking that all arayot are just permitted as long as it's not yibum, which is kind of paradoxical. So that's exactly Rava's answer. If you're not allowed to, uh, to uh, do yibum with your wife's sister or daughter or aunt or any of these cases, in the case of yibum, where it's a mitzvah, then all the more so when there's no mitzvah, there's less of a reason to. So Rava's like, this doesn't make any sense what you said. Okay, but nevertheless, Rami Bar Chama can answer. Rami Bar Chama, by the way, is uh, known for his uh, very theoretical, uh, strange cases. 
that he challenges other sages with. And, you know, sometimes they don't tolerate it. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, they, uh, they, they get into a heated uh, personal uh, insult. But in this case, uh, it, they, we, we take it seriously and Ava answers all his questions. So, Amar uh, Leah, Sarah Tuchiach, so Abar Chama says, the case of the co-wife will prove that your Kavach uh, uh, is not correct. Because after all, with the co-wife, in the case of Yibum, that's when a uh, daughter's co-wife is prohibited. But if it was not a case of Yibum, then the daughter's co-wife would be permitted. And so, right, your Kavach logic does not work. Okay, Rava answers, Amar le, alecha, amar kera, bechayeha, kol shebechayeha. Oh, that's why the Pasuk says, precisely for your reason, it says the word bechayeha. Uh, let's look at the Pasuk regarding a wife's sister. A man may not marry a, wife, a woman and her sister, because in which case they will, the two sisters will be co wives. Legalot ervata, aleha, bechayeha. To reveal her nakedness, a euphemism to have relations with her in her lifetime. Okay, two sisters is unique in among the among the list in that it only applies when the two sisters are both alive. Uh, if I was married uh, to one woman and she died uh, and she was alive and I divorced, I still would not marry be able to marry her sister. Only if she died, then I would be allowed to marry the sister. Okay, so from the fact that it says that you uh, that you have to wait till uh, till one of them dies uh, proves that while they're alive, it's prohibited, and therefore adayot are prohibited. Right? There's no way that you can explain this pasuk rami barchama if you use your kavachomer and say all adayot are permitted. Well, then this would be permitted. Why would you have to say bechayeha? Uh, the, the, meaning anytime she's alive. So, anytime she's alive. Okay, Rami Barchama challenges and says, uh, Yeah, so no, we need to teach me that uh, to, uh, to limit, to exclude the time after death. In other words, after death, then it would be permitted in all cases. Um, so, so no, we still need to know that uh, no matter what. No, no, I could learn that from Isha Elachota, a wife, a woman, and her sister. Right? They're only they're not going to be you're not going to call them a woman and her sister if there's only one if only one of them is alive. You wouldn't say that. So I already know that from Isha Elachota. And so this chayyeh therefore is uh, is not needed to tell me that after death is permitted. And we say we counter i me veisha lachota hava amina nitkarsha sharia tamodomar bechayeh kol shebechayeh daf agav de nitkarsha la. No, if, if I had it from there, I would think isha lachota. Maybe that's uh, yeah they're alive, but after if I divorce one, then the other one is permitted. Uh, if I only had Isha Lachota. So that's why I need Chayeha to uh, teach me that as long as one of them are alive, even if one is divorced, it's, it's prohibited. Um, uh, and, uh, and therefore, uh, we do in fact uh, need Bechayeha for the simple case. At this point, Rava is challenged uh, because he wanted to try to use the word Bechayeha to show that in fact, um, there, no matter what, if a sister is alive, then it's not, uh, one is not allowed to be with her, no matter what the case, even if it's not bimkom mitzvah. And so he was trying to use that to undo Rami Bar Chama's uh, insane proposition that all arayot would be pr- permitted. Uh, what are you gonna do with this word? But Rami Bar Chama in the end says, no, I need the word to tell me the plain old law that the law of two sisters is only prohibited when both are alive. And I wouldn't know that from Mishal Achotah because then uh, they might both be alive but divorced and still is not allowed uh, when the divorced, they have, one has to be dead in order for the other one to be alive. And so since you need it for just that case, it's not necessarily true that that applies even in a non-Yibum context. Maybe that's only true in a Yibum context. And so therefore, uh, Rava is, uh, is still challenged, and so we has to, he has to give another possibility. 
Ela Amar Rabhuna Bar Tahlifa Mishme de Rava. And the name of Rava they'll answer. Tere Kerae Ketive. Ketib Isha El Achota Lotikah Lisror. Uhtiv Legalot Ervata. De Hadamashma. And so here the question is in that very Pasuk, Isha Lachota, and the continuation of the Pasuk. Um, are in different uh, numbers. So that's two people are here, right? A woman and her sister. Do not marry both of them. And now it should have been ervatan alehen bechayehen, because after all, they are now going to be both adayot. Uh, both of them are going to be adayot to each other. Um, and uh, uh, someone, uh, the, the man, this, the husband, who was with either one, will are both, both of them are arayot. Uh, and they're, since there's two of them, should, see, should say bechayehen. So why does it start with singular and end with plural? Uh, that's his question. And uh, so what we're looking for, again, is a proof that arayot uh, uh, are prohibited um, in a non-Yibum context. Uh, okay. So the beginning of the Pasuk, where, which is in plural, because it mentions Isha and Achota, that's talking about a case of Yibum, where uh, both of them are prohibited. Um, good. Uh, whereas when it's not a mitzvah, meaning both the both the erva and the sara are prohibited. When it's not a, a case of mitzvah, then he asura, it's true, the sister is prohibited, but sarata, her co-wife, is permitted, and that's why he uses a, uh, a singular to teach me that. And so now um, everything's good, right? So Rava can, uh, can use this Tadasha to prove uh, that the, in fact, in a regular case, Bimkom um, Mitzvah is prohibited, but in a regular case, Sada would be permitted. But then we challenge that. We could use the same logic and just switch around, switch them around. How do you know which one is the one and which one is not? You could say, in the case of Yibum, that's when one cannot perform Yibum with his wife's sister, but the co-wife is, would be okay, because at least it's a mitzvah, and you could do Yibum that way. But if it's just a regular case of a wife's sister who married, uh, and uh, who um, a regular case of a wife's sister um, who married some guy, and uh, then uh, that guy divorced his other wife, that I could marry the other wife. That would be prohibited. Um, so there's just as good either, the other way around. No, in that case, it would not say the extra word, aleha. Why do you need this word, aleha? Uh, it teaches that the prohibition regarding uh, regard to a rival wife applies only when there is a mitzvah of aleha, meaning a case of yibum. Uh, there you go. So the word aleha tells me that it's the case of yibum that is the plural one when everybody is prohibited because aleha is in the second half of the uh, uh, of the pasuk. So the extra word aleha. Uh, why do we need that extra word? To connect it with Yibum. And so therefore there must be an extra prohibition in the case of Yibum that would apply not just to an Erva, Erva is prohibited in all cases, but to say that in Yibum, even the co-wife is prohibited. That's why Aleha is connecting to Yibum. But that's challenged too. How do you know that the word aleha is con connecting to Yibum to say it's prohibited? Maybe it's in fact to say that it would be permitted, um, just like in Yibum, right, is a permissive law. So too, it's, it's coming here to tell me that Yibum is more lenient and you could marry the co-wife in the case of Yibum and not in a regular case. Here you could read the whole pasuk like this, that you cannot marry two sisters and make them co-wives, and you can't, and lisrod means the co-wife of the sister. Um, so you cannot marry, not my wife's sister, and not my wife's sister's co-wife. That's in a regular case. When it's not, aleha, 
Aleha, you can substitute the word Yibum, because that's the connection. But if it is a case of Aleha, of Yibum, then perhaps, uh, then perhaps they are allowed. Shetehen uh, mutarot, you can marry the co-wife in such a case. Shetehen, I don't know, maybe even the, the woman herself, the Erva herself. No, in that case, you see, it says, uh, uncover a nakedness, it says that in singular, only one. And so then, and according to this, everyone would be per- per- permitted. Uh, so who is, someone has to be pro- prohibited. And in that case, if you permitted both the erva and the co-wife in the case of Yibum, then you'd have, in the case of Yibum, both are permitted, and otherwise both would be prohibited. And that would be an impossible reading of the Pasuk. After all, the Pasuk does say, like a lot erva, which is singular, there has to be some case in which um, uh, the erva is prohibited and the co-wife is permitted. And so that proves it must got to be the other way around that we said before. And that is, about, in fact, the bottom line and the halacha, which is that in the case of Yibum, both the erva and the co-wife are prohibited. And the non-case of Yibum, uh, one's relative is always going to be prohibited, but a relative's co-wife is permitted. All right, last point, going back to Gufa, Rabbi Omer, Right, remember that Rabbi Udanasi said that we learned from the extra hair here and here, Le'esor, Sarot, Va'arayot. That Rabbi learns from here that um, one is prohibited both, uh, both from the, uh, not, you cannot do Yibum, if someone is a relative, is Narayot, and to her co-wife. And we question the be Where'd you get, where do you see Sarot here, right? We just see two words. Doesn't say anything about co-wife. We already have a derivation that co-wives are prohibited from the word Lisrod. So what's going on here? We'll answer both questions. Lisrod, Mapik, Le, Rabbi, Ked, Rabbi, Shimon. The word Lisrod he uses that for something completely different, what Abishimon says. We're not going to bring this source here. Abishimon's talking about a case where two, two brothers are married to two sisters, and the, both brothers die. And there's another brother who can do yibum. So what does he do in that case? And he says, Litzrod. No, he can't, even that a third brother, who's not related to anybody, uh, still may not uh, perform yibum. Okay, so that's why he says Litzrod. So that's, uh, that resolves the second question question. But the first question was, where do you see Sarah here at all? From the Pasuk that says, and then he, he shall marry, uh, he shall take. It has to mean, uh, so it could just say he shall take. When he says he shall take her, um, it means that he had an option of whom to take. Uh, if I look at the Pasuk again, right? Um, and he will take this one. So in other words, it only applies um, in a case where if he wanted where a man is married to two women and he dies, all not related. So then the Yavam can say, I, 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 I could decide, I want to do Yibum with this one or with that one. In that case, Sharia, one could marry either wife, either co-wife. But if not, if one of the co-wives is a relative of his, his daughter, his wife's sister, and he would be prohibited from that one, in such a case, he can, doesn't have a choice. And so if you don't have a choice, then you cannot say, ota. it was only lakach, you only have one, only one option. So if there's only one option, then there's zero options. You can't do Yibum at all. You can only do Yibum when, 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 when a man has two wives and dies, you can only do Yibum when one could, uh, would be permitted to either of them. Good. Um, uh, now the other, that's what we learned from Mulkacha. What does he do with that? The word Yibema teaches that only in a case of Yibum, that's when my uh, wife's sister's co-wife is prohibited. 
But if it was not a case of Yibum, where my wife's uh, sister's husband uh, divorced his other wife, then that would be permitted. Okay, that's all to be, learns all those things. So last point, Rabbanan. Rabbanan, who do not agree with Rabbi Yudan Nasi's Derashav, Lukacha, and Yibimah, how do they derive these laws? Hi, Ulkacha, my Avidle, or rather, what will they do with that word, Ulkacha? Right, we learn from that that Yavam, should he perform Yibum with his brother's wife? That's good, he did a mitzvah. And let's say they get into a fight and they divorce. And after they, he can divorce. First of all, you have to divorce because it's a full marriage. And let's say after they divorce, they reconcile and want to get married again. Do you say, oh, that was your brother's wife. That's not allowed. It was only allowed for Yibum. But now you're not doing Yibum. No, we don't say that. We say you can do, you can do marriage. Once, if you do Yibum, uh, then you're fully married like anyone else. And just like anyone else, one, if he's not, as long as he's not a Kohen, he can get divorced and bring her back. That's what, that's what it says. V'lakach. Not just lakach, but lakach ota, even again, should he want to, uh, should it happen. We learn a, 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 a difficult halakha, uh, which is that the Yavam can force himself upon the Yavama, and that would uh, make a, 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 would bind them together. Uh, unlike uh, Kiddushin, where the woman has to be agreeable, um, in this case, uh, the Yibum would take effect even if it was done by force. Uh, so that's how the banan, uh, that's what the banan do with those two pizukim. Okay, back to the B. Has it be know that law that once one you, once one you do you do once you do yibum, you need to divorce, and if you divorce, you can marry again from the next word, right? Uh, he learns it from there. Uh, there's no mapik in the hair of isha. This is a mistake. Right, And how does Rabbi know that even Yibum by force is still still takes effect? He'll, he'll learn that from now he can't learn it from Yibemaha uh, because he already used it for something else. But rather he'll learn it from Yavo Aleha that he shall come upon her. He'll come upon her no matter what, whether willing or by force. Uh, that's how he learns it. And so now every, everyone learns uh, the Darash, uses all the Pisukim and learns all the halachot that the other had. Baruch Adonai Amen, Amen.